0: The Knowledge Gateway may sound like something you access by first journeying across the wastelands of ignorance before passing through into the sunlight uplands of enlightenment. However, it's actually a research and technology park located on the University of Essex's Colchester campus. The campus is an official University Enterprise Zone designated by the government as a centre for nurturing and supporting new digital and creative businesses. And the focal point for the Knowledge Gateway is the Innovation Centre. I was invited to visit the Innovation Centre by Director Neil Griffin and so on a bright morning in early August I arrived and was welcomed by Centre Manager Georgina Watts. Here we are at the Innovation Centre Knowledge Gateway on the campus of the University of Essex and I'm here with Georgina Watts, Centre Manager. Georgina, hello. Hello. It's lovely to be here and thank you for for welcoming Eastern Promise to this fantastic building. It really is something.
1: Yeah, you're more than welcome. And I'm really pleased to kind of now really trying to show you around um, the centre and kind of also give you an opportunity to see what we do here as well.
0: That's fantastic. Please lead the way.
1: Okay, let's go through to the Business Lounge. Aha. Okay, so. Um, the business, so on the ground floor we have our business lounge um, and predominantly this is where anyone can come along um, and use. So any businesses can come here, they can have a coffee, they can have one-to-ones, etc. And we have the cafe also. So there's no gateway policy here. So where we have a gateway for our businesses, we don't hear. So anyone can kind of just come in and, and use the, the centre. Um, this is also used for our businesses for the one-to-one meetings that mm-hmm. they have, um, and it's a great space for them to to use. We have events here as well, so it's a large space um, for them to be able to use. We also have our meeting rooms, so we hire out uh, meeting rooms, conferencing. We have a boardroom.
0: This I have to say, I'm this is a, no, 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 at all. I have to say this is a lovely open space. We've got a really Lovely, sort of snug booth here, and there's lots of. I love the colours, by the way. That you know, if you won't be able to see this, obviously, since it's a podcast. But we've got uh, you know dark walls with these huge green circles, uh, and lots of green and orange seats, Lovely colours, and there's the Mission Cafe 19, which I've I've heard so much about from Neil Griffin, the innovation director, who I have to say is following our every move I very, know, just... very discreetly. It's 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 it's, it's, it's lovely, but. Sorry, and uh, Gilbert and Hale, are they... What's the relevance of those names? Because I sense there might be some relevance.
1: Yes, there is, and, and I just need to show you. They are Ooh. a famous uh, people within um, Essex. Aha! And the first one was William Gilbert, so he's the pioneer of electricity. Um, and then there's the other one, which is Hale, so it's William Hale, and I think they invented... I think it's the first rocket or whatever, so... But they originated from, from here, so they were born in Colchester. Fantastic. So we kind of made, uh, named the rooms for them. Yeah, absolutely. So, yep. Yeah. Wow. So pretty good. So it's a nice Gilroy. kind of talking piece as well, mm-hmm. well um, when they're in here. So while we are here, um, obviously we have two um, meeting rooms that we can hire out. Um, but then also, we can open up this divide there wall. There is a dividing wall, yes. Um, and then this will open up to about nearly a thousand square foot. and we can have huge conferences up to like 60 to 70 people in wow. here. We had um, the uh, Sideswell C have their events yes. here. Um, also, uh, we had Fog London, so one of the uh, businesses here also had a, a very large kind of uh, conference uh, meeting here. Uh, we have uh, what else we have? Oh, we can also use the spaces like we had a Christmas fair. So oh, su- wow! So, we supported all of the like the small businesses, the local businesses, yeah, like from Wivenhoe, etc. Um, and we got them all in here. and We had over like 25, I think, uh, stalls, like little businesses here for Christmas. Oh, that's amazing. Space. We're looking at doing a careers fair as well here. So, the space that we have, we can adapt quite easily yeah. um, and do whatever we kind of want with the space really so we're, we're lucky in that respect rather than just being the normal meeting
0: yeah and it's lovely to have it off that sort of big open yeah, yeah. open space here um and you know to know that i mean there's a coffee machine and everything you could possibly need in here but it's it's it's, it's lovely to have that off that big that big airy open space that so you've 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 made so welcoming so
1: but we can have over, I think it's about 200 people. We did for our launch when we first opened. It was like 200 people and we opened up the doors and we had it out. We had people outside and, and kind of in here. So it, it, it's a beautiful space. Um, and as I said, we, it's very adaptable. So Neil's obviously spoken to you about the cafe then and
0: he has, coffee, well, we, has he? We did a, a feature where was, we, it- we asked for recommendations for... For, for cafes and um, tea rooms yes. across oh, the region, and, yes, and Neil, he did, gave didn't he? Neil gave us a complete Pananglian view did, yeah. for Norfolk, Suffolk, and obviously he 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 uh, he plugged his own team, which is which is absolutely as it should be. Yes, but, so Mission,
1: uh, yes, so Mission Cafe has been here from the very beginning, mm-hmm. um, and obviously they were a start-up, and mm-hmm. um, yes, so the, co- the hot chocolate's amazing. They do their own um, kind of. Brand food they sourced from local communities, oh, wow. so yeah. all of that. So it's all yeah. local produce um, that they get. Um, and the pizzas, are did I for? They are amazing. Uh, you, you, the, the enthusiasm in Georgina's eyes, you can't see that, but I no, can. No, 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 absolutely. The, beautiful. Yes. Well, the, the
0: Americano was fantastic. Yeah, um, hot
1: chocolate, delicious. Um, and they're now doing a cookies and cream um, milkshake. Ooh. Mm. Anyway, you can tell that what yes. I have on a daily basis. Is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this is um, another obviously product that we do is our hot desking, yep. um, which has been valuable really, especially bearing in mind what's been going on recently with yep. the train strikes, etc., and, and with also with the pandemic and, and everything. And people wanted to kind of start coming out. Of working from mm, home yeah so this is a great opportunity for them to do that um this you can hire on a daily basis so it's just absolutely. a walk in so if you wanted to go do you know what? i've had enough at home the kids are driving me crazy because it's obviously school holiday i, I want to get out i relate absolutely so you can come in here walk to the desk um and then just book it for the day yeah. and that's 15 pounds that's parking it's your internet and the first time you get a free cup of coffee
0: hey you can't top that no you
1: can't absolutely from the mission cafe obviously um so yes you can come and sit here and we're open from eight thirty 30 till 6. so you can use this whenever you like we can do a monthly subscription as well so if you want to do a monthly desk you can come and use that whenever you like mm-hmm. um but any business can use this
0: yeah i must say it's lovely it's spacious you've got it's it's in use today obviously so we'll have to be slightly quiet because these poor chaps are trying to work um <laughs> yeah. uh, do you have to pay extra to sit in the uh, no. fantastic swinging chair you've no, no, got there? No, no, that's
1: all free. That's all free? Yeah. Ooh. We just keep giving here, don't we? You do, you do, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> totally keep giving. <laughs> OK, so let's show you through to Studio X, because I was just talking to you earlier about kind yeah. of that, that journey mm-hmm. when they start up. So this is... Um, so the university have part of the space. Um, I'll just show you through these are our dedicated desk um, oh, spaces see. so where we do the hot desking mm-hmm. then these are our license so they have a dedicated desk they're in a shared environment with other um, businesses but they are 24 7 they have their own key they can come and go as they please oh, wow. so they don't necessarily have to do you at 9 to 5 they right. can do they can work till 2 o'clock in the morning if yeah. they wish um, so this is in a shared environment and then once they're more established, they can go up to yeah, so this an is, office. This is an so, office for...
0: i oh, sorry, the, the, the bilingual sign caught my eye. Cosmo.
1: Yes, so these are educational. So they teach English for... I think it's for Japanese... Is it Chinese, isn't it? Chinese.
0: Right. Okay, fantastic.
1: And they're... Through
0: and part with the university, also. Uh-huh. And it's a Studio X in very, uh, very Studios, silvery letters yes. over the They've door. They've got very
1: good branding, very oh, much wow, like yes. ours. So, yeah, so these are, they support the student startups. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a 360 lens, which before obviously the pandemic, we, we used. Um, I can show There's you. It's a
0: fantastic 360- circular, it's out the out circular, um, well, tent almost. Um, outside uh, outside's made to look a lot like um, the uh, lens of a telephoto lens of a, of a camera and inside so
1: there's a 360 a 360 uh, lens, degree lens uh, all the way around yep so that we wow. can kind of show and while we were through the pandemic and we couldn't go on holiday. What we did for our customers was that we put a beach scene all on here. (laughs) We then put a deck chair in the middle with a beer. (laughs) So we pretended that they were on holiday. So they, yeah, so they kind of like that. So it's just that we couldn't go on holiday, but we kind of created a holiday environment for them. So that's um, for for them. We also have um, so within um, Studio X, they have their lab. Um, So that's their room that they use. Mm -hmm. And then just within this large um, area space, so this is one side, so this is the west side of the building. Yeah. Uh, We have, again, it's a bit like our hot desking. And our dedicated desk is that they can rent desk space, so students can rent desk space from here, um, and then what they can do is... Is they'll help and support them with their business, yeah. get them going. Talking about 15 months, and then they'll come over to yeah. us once it's established.
0: I have to. Say, I love the feel. I've, I've already said I love the colours, and uh, they've got a, uh, a bike, mobike on a picture of mobike on the wall, and uh, and uh, two two of the uh, um, masters students. Uh, uh, I will have a go. Uh, I hope I don't do this person in injustice, this gentleman in injustice. Xia uh, Yi Ping and yes. Ricky Lee. Yes. Technology champion, robotics pioneer. Yep. Wow, that's, you know, great to have your name on, on the wall with trailblazing in huge oh, green and silver letters. Looks fantastic. It's awesome.
1: So, the, the, yeah, so one of them was obviously obviously former of the, the bike, the e bike, mm-hmm. and the other one was for um, Amy the robotic. We still have her. She's, she's the robotic. Amy.
0: Amy, yes. what does she do?
1: Um, she um, speaks to you, she uh, greets you as you come into the uh, Innovation hey. Centre, um, she can sing, she can tell a joke um, and we can kind of program her to really say and do anything wow. really. Um, <laughs>
0: Sorry, I'm taking the few mm-hmm. photographs, because I keep forgetting. That's true when you're focused M- on doing Maybe this. Maybe we
1: should ask Neil to do that as he's hey. just walking around doing nothing. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Uh, just, do you think? He's you, your boss, not
1: mine. <laughs> um So then also within here, we've now recently had um, the Research and Enterprise Department move in as well. Uh. So they're here. And so we've just, do you know what, we've just now got some amazing connections with the universities. You know, we've been here three years. We've opened up nine months before a pandemic. <laughs> uh, we're still here, we're still thriving, we're, we're doing great. <clears throat> um, and I think we've now picked up and really established those connections with the university. Um, and yeah, so we are able to help and support the businesses that we've got here. That's more so with recruitment as well. Yeah. Um, so for staff, so we use the graduates, we do the Kickstart scheme, um, all of that, and the funding. And you've got John Stenhouse in here as well, which I think he's in a meeting at the moment. So unfortunately, we can't speak to him. Um,
0: but, yeah. but this is, a, you know, having those 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 people move in, those organisations move in, is a huge. I think. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a huge statement of faith in what you do here in the innovation center and the ecosystem you provide uh, that must be really rewarding for you and for neil um to have that kind of vote of confidence that's what i was looking for to have that vote of confidence in what you're doing to have those those organizations say oh do you know what we want to be part of this we want to j- jack into this how yeah. is that how, how, how do you find oh, it no,
1: absolutely and, and that's that's one of the biggest things that when when I'm doing a tour and and, and talking about the Innovation Centre is that we are more than just an office. There's lots of office spaces around culture store that you can rent, but we're more than that. And it's us trying to get that across. So we have that business support, which is obviously Neil um, and myself, where we're located, the university, so we can tap in Mm. to all of that for the businesses. And I know I mentioned about the community. All right, but we're a family. I strongly feel that we're a family here, and I know you, the building's beautiful. It, 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 it's gorgeous looking, yeah. it's very modern. But I think when you walk in, you, you might expect that. Oh dear me, it's very. But isn't it vibrant? It's very relaxed. You, you it's I get that
0: feeling. I really friendly, do. Because it's Just traffic all the time. Oh, yeah, Foot traffic, absolutely. people yep. buzzing around. And you know, I did. I, we mentioned. I mentioned Idea space earlier. They have their own version of family. You have your own version of family, Unlike families. They're all unique they and they bring their own thing. They yeah. bring their own sort of, they have their own dynamic. That's what I was going for. Yeah. They have their own dynamic. And and that's, that is, that is wonderful to, you know, and okay, I'm, I'm going to say this. So, you know, when you've got, certain people who will remain nameless in government who think it's great to go around and put little notes on your desk, so passive aggressive notes on your desk, you know, look forward to seeing you back in the office, and you know it, it kind of all plays into what I feel in that the, the private sector, innovation, academia streets ahead, way ahead, they're working sort of towards looking into the future of work and the future of what it means yeah. to be in work and, and work in a collaborative environment. And places like this, so important. Mm. And it's such, I think, for me, and I'll stop waffling in a minute, but yeah. for me, it's a huge point of pride that it's, it's all happening here in the east of England.
1: Yeah, and, do you know, we are super proud of what we've achieved as a team here in the last three years. But what we have gone through, um, and I was talking to the mayor because we had a huge kind of tour and whatever, and the mayor said... We are super proud. We, we, what we have gone through in the last three years, and we are still here, they are start-up businesses, and they are still running. They are, and that's all down to them, mm. down to us, down to Neil, all of the support that they are given. So I'm trying. he was trying for us to say is that, that we're not just rent an office, and we... <laughs> I don't know if it sounds corny, or whatever, but we are a family, yeah. and we are a community. We all get on really That's well. Corny, no. And as soon as anybody walks through that door, so basically, I don't know. Let's just say Armakana, who's come from the university, they studied here, they've moved from a little office, they've they've grown, and now into a four or five hundred square foot office yeah. and they've recruited four or five more people and we can see that growth. It's just amazing. It's, it's lovely. It makes mm. us feel great that we've we've helped and we've done something. Yeah. And so as soon as they walk through, this is their office. Everything here, not just that room, everything. So it's all about first impressions and yeah, just definitely. everything. And if they get that f- nice, friendly feel and people want to come back, Mm. I think that's what we do and we have tried to kind of push that out on our website to kind of say, look, we're about people, it's not just about office space. So, yeah, I, look, hey, I can go on for ages, but I, I love it. I've, uh, it. That
0: yes. comes across loud and clear. But, but yes. But, right, Should we... Obviously couldn't do it
1: without
0: on. him. All right. Behind. Last, last time I saw Neil, he was wearing a tux. Did, did, was it? <laughs> He's got shorts <laughs> I on. I didn't say that. I didn't shorts say that.
1: you see his tattoo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, at least we've made an effort, haven't
0: we? I need the pockets. What, mm.
1: <laughs> what I want to do now is just show you so what I was talking to you about the office space um, and the breakout areas and everything that our um, businesses can utilise. Um, So we have three (laughs) floors, so I've shown you the ground floor, which is quite busy and anyone can use. Yep. So I'll welcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the first floor and second floor is our office space. So we have 52 offices. Right. um, And so they range from one to three person office right the way up to 11 person office but again if somebody wanted to have a larger space they can do what they like with the rooms we can knock walls down we can do whatever so um right so we're on the first floor um so we have offices either side mm-hmm. um, and we also in the middle Also, th- the core of the building is our breakout area yeah so here we can use they use for meetings again just to kind of have interviews they can do their zoom calls team calls etc and it's mm-hmm. just somewhere for them to come out of the office really yeah, um, and, yeah.
0: you've got these I mean we, we saw these in the in the the, the coffee um, the cafe um these sort of tall very discreet um booths yeah booths that's the word booths and um and a a cardboard cut out of elvis by the lift
1: yeah elvis um yes i'm i'm a passion of elvis and (laughs) somebody's birthday so one of the ladies in minden that was her birthday and she loves elvis too so they got her that so what we do is we yeah we have fun with elvis we hide him Around the building every day and it frightens people. <laughs> Hence where somebody pops them Where's in Where's Elvis? In the toilet, so as I went in there he was just standing there and frightened the life out of me. So we pop him in the lift. We just yeah, we just move him out. So Elvis is in our building. Absolutely. Very Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that you, you no, can you can no, see the feeling no, of what I we think, do here, don't I, I'm we getting we have a bit it,
0: of fun. I'm getting it, it's yep. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Lots of space here. I must to say again, it's it's very spacious. And there's, you know, you definitely you're having those those conversations in the booths. You, you're not going to feel, you know, like everyone's passing you by and listening to what you're saying.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And only this morning, there was somebody on a, a Teams call and then having an interview um just over the other side mm. in the booth. So yeah. it's it's spacious enough, like you said, to still be able to have yeah. three or four kind of meetings or whatever going on. Yep, but still be that you can definitely Yep. Yeah. Would you like to okay. have a look at an office?
0: I would. Right. I would.
1: Okay. Let's have a look. I'll show you. Uh, right. Let's show you. So, Arma Kama, who yes. I was talking to you about, they were, they were studied at the university, and then obviously they are one of our first customers that moved in three years ago, um, and have been here ever since. Mm amazing awards so you can see loads, and loads can. of nice awards they've got the groaning. last one they've got Novo Award and um, I think the last one that Ben got was was it Young Achiever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Young Achiever British
2: Insurance Award. Yes So Armacama
0: what do they do?
1: So they do bespoke um, insurance so, oh, basi- yeah, so basically so where you have your own insurance they will you can instead of doing everything you can just especially for students Promptly is mm. to say right. Do you know what? All I need, I don't need house insurance, but all I need is my phone and my laptop. That's right. it. So they can individually insure those. It's also as well. It can be, um, it can be insured in and out of the house on holiday. So wherever that they can insure that, mm. and also they give to charity as well. So they so percentage yes. of their. The um, shorts will go to um, charity. Yeah. so they'll pay for that?
0: Well, it says we are. I can see you through the door. Uh, we are a living wage employer. Arma Karma and again, their, their their sideboard in there is groaning with awards and a pangolin.
1: Yeah, we've got. Seemingly. The, yeah, Arma Karma. There you go. Yeah. So. So every office is empty, mm-hmm. so you furnish it yourself. So mm-hmm. it means that you can kind of put your own stamp, on, stamp it. on it. Exactly. So you can see they've got like a little football table in there as well, yeah. so mm-hmm. they can yeah, so they just relax and kind of unwind. But it's all individual, it's up to you mm-hmm. what, um, what you want to do. Uh, we also, another um, company that we got in, and again, this is making sure that we adapt, is that we had a clinical therapist um, right. In here, now, not necessarily gateway, but bearing in mind of um, what we've just been through and people's mental health, etc. Yes. So he added value to here. He helps and supports the rest of the businesses if that's what they they require. He also, as well, has about eighty percent of his customers are from the university. Right. Um, it's bespoke, so he's twenty four seven. There's not a fifteen month waiting list. There's a 48-hour waiting list. Really? Um, and That's impressive. Yeah. So it's amazing having him mm-hmm. um, in here. So if I just show you this one. So Holland Resources is another great example. Is He's a, a tech IT um, recruiter. So he started into the business downstairs in the dedicated. So he had a dedicated desk and within seven months, I think, seven, eight months, he's now moved up into an office space. Yeah. It was quickly as within four weeks of <laughs> us being able to do that for him. So his office is, hello. hello Could I just show this lovely man your yes. office? Hello. Hi. Good morning,
2: how are you? I'm very well, how are you? I'm fantastic,
1: thank you. We're just kind of going around looking at offices and what they look like and also as well, how you've moved from dedicated desk when you moved in and now you've moved up and expanded into to this lovely office. So this is one of our first offices. So this is a first just one to three person office. Yes. Uh, which is about 212 square foot. So again, you can do whatever you want with it. So that's why I wanted to kind of just show you is really added some amazing.
2: colour. amazing,
0: colorful, uh, this room is surrounded by yeah. uh, amazing, colourful art. There's a so panda is, and a lion. These and are
2: acoustic boards. Really? So because it's all it was white, 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 white everywhere. So we just so we just uh, these are just sort of sticky back um, vinyls mm-hmm. and we stuck onto the acoustic boards. So we get the acoustic boards taking obviously all of the like, echo and noise out of the room. And them in
0: the colour, so Sorry, can I grab your name?
2: That's oh, Paul. Paul from Holland. From Holland
0: Resources. Lovely, thank you right. for your time.
1: You. No, well, well,
0: to meet you. you too, thank you. Hi.
1: This is another office which is the dedicated desk. So, what we've done is kind of create, because of the demand of now people wanting to come out and not work from home, they want to now start kind of getting back yeah. into the office space. And it's not about just having the office, it's about that. Community people that they, they have that thirst of wanting mm-hmm. to be around people again, yeah. rather than being at home. So um, that's what we've found. So the current trend is that they just want to now get out, and yeah. so we've had quite a, a lot of people now mm. um, move in to the centre because that's where they want to get out from yeah. working from home.
0: Absolutely. Um, so yeah. Yes, absolutely. I can. I can. Uh, I, I love my daughter dearly, but I can. Uh, I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to. Reco- I, I did when I did the, the coffee, the cafes and uh, tea rooms. Yeah. I decided to, whilst I was in Norwich, take a, take advantage of one of the recommendations and sort of nip in and have a. And she was with me, and we'd uh, had a, had a coffee, and she had a coke, and I thought I'll just record a bit to camera to put up there, and uh, she, she certainly made Thank it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> With rather a lot of interjections about her love of the Coke that they'd served, Coca-Cola that they'd served. It's, um,
1: it's difficult, isn't it, having working from home? I've, I've done it and with your children and you've still got that distraction and as mm-hmm. much as you try and not, they're there. So, yeah, absolutely. So even having that space, even two days a week, if they wanted to come to hot Destiny yeah. just gets there. Yeah. And the amount of people that have said and feedback is that their productivity's just gone because yeah. they don't have that distraction. And also as well, when they just feel when they feel like they just need to get out, the majority of people have their calls out here
0: yeah i can imagine um, and they're yeah. just
1: walking up and down we get bean bags out there in the summer which we'll get out um later but we get bean bags out there so they can sit out there so i sit out there on my laptop working yeah. it's just lovely we have pizza and beer and we have events <laughs> just to, to meet so anybody new that comes into the business we kind of just kind of go look do you know what let's just all meet one another and introduce them and so we've yep, got one at the end absolutely. of all. We've
0: got a buffet outside. Hey, lovely. Nice. I might
1: you can come along today if
0: you like. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I um, no, I go to a, I just drive to a cafe a few minutes down the road.
1: Do you and use? Yeah. I
0: turn the phone off and um, yeah, and just sit there for all, all day and uh, edit. And edit and edit.
1: Yes, yeah,
0: so and try and make myself sound sensible. Unfortunately, there's not a filter for that. <laughs> hey. Right.
1: So second floor. So, so that's
0: a completely different feel again. We've got. Ping-pong table, uh, we've got... <laughs> we've got... De- walking. Is that a, a, a So that's
1: a cycle desk, yes. A, a cycle desk. 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 Yeah, and then we've got the walking desk. So they get um, used it's, quite a lot. Uh, the pool table also as yeah, well. Yeah, the pool
0: table. It's but li- literally, this is, as, as, there is a desk with... Two desks with um, Cycle. exercise cycles, and you've got... Thank you. <laughs> two <laughs> desks with, um, uh, what do you call it, running machines. Yeah, um, a
1: treadmill. Treadmill, yeah. that was
0: it. Yeah. I'm having trouble with my words today. Two desks with treadmills. Uh, I don't know if that's a dream come true or a complete nightmare realised, but... Um, Fantastic. They're it's a, good. It's a, yeah, no, I believe it. they very
1: good. Apparently they're supposed to have. We had um, quite a lot of um, students um, come around and tour around, Japanese students, and they have loads of them. Um, and apparently um, your creativity when you're standing up working is through the roof, apparently. Mm. Um, I have tried it once and fell off, so I. I
0: was going to say, if you get a surprising it. email, you'll have to watch yourself. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you stop yeah. and yeah. Nice be flung view. off. Look,
1: yes. Lovely view, straight outside the window, kind of yeah, meadow looking. Yeah, there is there is a, and, there is
0: literally a meadow. Yeah. Right outside the window, lovely view. You can sort of see all the all the um, the pollen and and whatnot, but sort of blowing, um, and there's trees. It's beautiful green space it it's really
1: nice. is so it's a beautiful parkland that we're that we're on so
0: but you don't lose that sense of being at the heart of of, of something bigger um you know at the heart of the campus of yeah buildings are you mm.
1: yeah, yeah yeah okay but so discreetly yeah. yeah
0: fantastic so this
1: gets used used quite a lot and again this is for the customers here for the businesses yeah. here and um, to use and again it's for the for us it's for just to try and get them look if they're feeling a bit stressed or whatever there's somewhere for them to just go and just rewind. Yeah. And and just Brilliant. come. We have a pool tournament. We had that. Neil put that together um, some <laughs> while ago. Um, I think I should come. was in it for like three or four games, wasn't I, I think? Maybe they might have thought, because I was a centre manager, they wanted me to win, because if not... But...
0: But... That was... That would probably have been three or four games more than I've managed. I mean, <laughs>
1: um, so no, so that's good, and, and like, we can take that outside as well. And we've had ping pong tournaments, and looking at putting something on the wall as well for dartboard. So yeah, so it's a nice space for um, for them to come and play, I suppose. Mm. Really, yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, all this all work and no play. But uh, yeah, there's lots fantastic. Of, uh,
1: there's been lots of meetings.
0: I better have yeah this pool
1: table predominantly neil <laughs> mm.
0: is your he, is he, is he shark is he? is, he is it know?
1: well mm. actually the thing is is it is that people relax yeah aren't they and it's, it's a nice environment mm-hmm. um yeah
0: that's you've, you've you've clearly put a lot of effort into making this sort of relaxing uh yet productive place to be mm. and that does that does that take a lot of thought and planning or is it quite a natural process you just think what would we like?
1: I think because I've been here from the very beginning. Um, actually, you were as well, weren't you, Neil? Yeah, yeah. So we were here from the very beginning before any furniture was in here. So we helped the mobilisation, so putting this all together um, and just kind of what they wanted. Is it finished? Could we do some more? Absolutely. But again, it's about adapting to what our customers want um, and if it is and we do talk to them and what is it that you would like yeah. and and whatever so yeah and then we'll do that for them um but we did have to think about all the furnishings etc of how it should feel is it a beautiful modern lovely building mm. we needed that we wanted that feel inside still to be very modern clean yeah but also not clinical and yes t- that's, that's, that's that, a tough did, one isn't it yeah, yeah. it is hard but it's, again it's pushing all of those soft furnishings in and making it welcoming and inviting
0: the use of colour as well I mean yes, but, yes. this floor there's a huge orange wall behind us yeah um,
1: yeah and you've got the moss wall and so the living yeah. wall there so mm. so yeah, So there is still some more that we'd like to do um but again it's it's just an ongoing
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah, right yeah so this is us this is, um, this yeah is this is us um just trying to think if there's anything else that, like you said you you know why we're here i've said that yeah um what we're doing now so how are we now we, we have about 30 odd businesses here they all collaborate with one another and, yeah. and support one another but we have that infrastructure that yeah. to get that sorted and, and help them.
0: And there's that huge vote of confidence where people come from the university and they stay and they grow and they move through the building. And as, as I said before, all power to you because that's a huge vote of confidence in what you do here. Georgina Watts, thank you very much for taking the time to show us uh, the Innovation Centre here at Knowledge Gateway. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Oh, you are more than welcome.
0: Thank, thank you me. very thank much. You're more Well, following on from the fantastic tour with Georgina Watts, I'm here with Neil Griffin, Innovation Director, who, like I said to Georgina earlier, the last time I saw you was at the Suffolk Chamber of Commerce prestige dinner
2: last year when you were in your, your best bib and tucker. Uh, Neil, welcome to Eastern Promise. Thank you for your time. No, thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, it's great to get you down to Essex. I know we've been trying to plan this for a while. And, yeah, off the back of the Suffolk Chamber event, it's just good to kind of showcase... What East Anglia is doing in general, because I'm really passionate about linking everybody up in the whole of the region rather than just in one county. I think we can be sort
0: of, uh, we sort of semi-isolate ourselves into sort of various little pockets in Norfolk, in Suffolk, Cambridgeshire, Essex, and in Cambridgeshire again, city very much separate from uh, the wider county. And to a lesser extent that can be also true in Norwich. Um, but it's, it's fantastic that people like yourself, uh, Ben Hartley in the idea space, uh, so keen to reach out to the rest of the region. And, and that's hopefully what Eastern Promise can work with you, you, you all to achieve. I'm going to start you with a fairly basic question that I kind of fire at a lot of people in this kind of space, in the innovation space. What does that word innovation mean to you, Neil Griffin?
2: I think it's changing all the time. I think people have got this perception that innovation is this all singing, all dancing, massive leap forward in a product, idea, whatever it might be. And yes, obviously that happens and you know that, that, that happens in places like the university where we're, we are based. But for me, evolution, uh, innovation is also an evolution. It can be an evolution of an idea, a service, a product. It can be a tweak as well as a massive idea. So I think people understand that there's a massive amount of innovation going on in this center and across the region it's just how it's defined and that definition is is moving all the time I think that's that's really interesting I mean how do we
0: link up those pockets of innovation is it really kind of necessary for them to have their own to, to have the sort of same definition of innovation or is 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 it it kind of, Is some kind of difference a good thing?
2: I mean, I think difference is a good thing. You're never going to get everyone to completely agree <laughs> on anything. So, so I think that you know, it's, an, it's an independent view. But what I would say is that, and we're talking about collaboration, the more you can collaborate, the better. People do, and certainly entrepreneurs, get a bit um, hent up with their idea and their business and actually... From my point of view, collaboration knocks down loads of those barriers. You're asking for help. You're getting ideas from someone else with a different perspective. And it's probably one of the last major competitive advantages by actually collaborating with people. Mm. It takes your business forward. It takes your ideas forward. It takes innovation forward.
0: So you're um, Innovation Director here. And do you just give our listener a, a sense of what that means? You're also obviously a coach. And very similar to Pabita Devi at uh, the epicentre at Haverhill. Uh, and although now she's she's sort of moved on. Um, give us a sense of what the experience is like for someone coming in and how the relationship with yourself uh, evolves from from that initial meeting.
2: Yeah, and that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good place to start. So, yeah, there's always an initial meeting. Everybody, any business or any person that wants to engage with the building, we, we try and set up. A meeting with me within kind of 28 days so within that first month and the reason we do that is to get a better understanding of what they do but also how we might help and support so we do a really fun for informal kind of business diagnostic and it's just me asking a few questions and anything that is said in those meetings is Chatham house rules so that goes no further mm-hmm. I have my own personal records that, that we keep safe and so that actually I'm kind of like Switzerland when it comes to to people in the building, but also with the commercial side of the building, because obviously we sell office space, and some of those conversations that I have might conflict with that. It's about Mm -hmm. the business and how we can support them. So that's how we start. It's very much a general chat over a coffee, over the pool table, which you saw earlier. It just relaxes people sometimes as well to find out where where they might want to go. Now, some I might never see again. Although we interact in the building, but they don't maybe need that formal support. Some is very much, let's put them on a bit of a a roadmap of support, and some is just really bespoke sounding boards. You know, we need this support. I need to put in touch with an accountant or a solicitor or whatever it might be, we do we do really tailor it. And we have some kind of bespoke tools that really help me with that. And one of those is growth mappers, that's a licensed tool through Oxford Innovation. And what that does is that allows us to get into the guts of the business really quickly and help to provide feedback, good and bad. And then we work on the gaps in that business to really drive the business forward. That's, I mean, that's, that's an incredibly
0: valuable resource uh, to have here. Um, how, one of the things that really interests me is uh, the, 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 the kind of circles. These centres sort of operate within, if that's the right phrase. Um, in terms of, you've got some like kind of Idea Space, which is kind of ostensibly part, and ostensibly is the wrong word, but nominally part um, uh, under the auspices of the University of Cambridge, but uh, very much separate to it. You've got uh, the epicentre at Haverhill, which is very much by itself. Uh, you've got the Enterprise Centre at the UEA, which is very much part of the University. How would you describe the kind of, uh, you know, the 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 the, the, how the uh, innovation centre sits within sort of the University of Essex? Because I think it's a slightly different situation here.
2: Yes, it is. I think. I mean, I mean, we're a partner with the University of Essex. They they built the building. They had funding come in from Essex County Council and the South East LEP. So from that point of view, it's a partnership already in Essex and in the Eastern region. And the goal was and is for this to be the focal point of innovation in Essex, but also across the East. That's, that was the goal. That's, that's my goal. That's Georgina's goal to really highlight that. And you know, Oxford Innovation have 27 centers around the UK. So we've got a national network. Mm-hmm. And we also really champion the local community. That's, that's what we do, the local ecosystem. You know, we link up with the university on a daily basis that they're based in the building. We put referrals to them for knowledge transfer partnerships, innovation vouchers, interns, all those things that businesses really struggle with to get a leg up. We've got access to and we can do formal introductions, get people higher up the ladder quicker because it's trust and it's, you know, who you know sometimes, isn't it? So we can definitely do those introductions to people. The fact that we're part of a university enterprise zone really helps. Adds credibility to any businesses in the centre. Their business looks bigger because they're part of a innovation centre. And, and as you've seen when you came through the door, it looks impressive. So all of a sudden, So all of a sudden, you've got more credibility by mm. being by association. The association with the university is great. The association with um, Essex County Council, Colchester Borough Council. We've got Essex Chambers of Commerce in the building. We're attracting the right people that want to engage with us, and we also will help them, and we actively push referrals to those um, organisations as well because it, that's how it works. It's about creating visibility for everyone to shine, and no one yeah. should be hent hen up on their own individual area or. You know. I mean, it's it's
0: it seems more uh, to me what you've described a very uh, a much more free flowing ecosystem with. Okay, yes. A bit, bit like a uh, you mentioned Switzerland, a bit like a, a, a you know very, very finely put together cuckoo clock or uh, or or, or watch, and that all the gears are meshing uh, really nicely, and there's, you've got some really good move, movement going through them. And whereas other organisations may be much more sort of, and, that, and that, that's no sort of hint of judgment on my part, fewer moving parts. Um, but again, you've you've got that, you seem to have that. Faster flow, not faster, but, uh, you know, more fluid, fluid flow. <laughs> that was a stupid phrase. God, go on, where are you going with this, Rigby? You've got that flow um, g- going sort of from the university into this building and through this building, various stages of growth, rather than kind of like a one and done, uh, you know, make room for the next geezer.
2: Would you say that's, that's an accurate summation or am I just yeah, talking I mean, cobblers? We, I mean, there's loads of different. I guess terms and trends thrown around about what an innovation centre to do. We we kind of see ourselves as enablers in a positive yeah. way, and it and translators. So a lot of my job is to translate what might be coming out of the university in very academic speak to how do we commercialise that. Yeah, that's probably where I sit. Because you know there's different there's different languages going on there and and different it's targets. exactly
0: the thought that was occurring to me. there's a very different language comes with academia absolutely and yeah. you have to learn i mean when you're almost when you're a student you you kind of have to learn to speak it. and even then, um, it, it's nothing that, it's something that you can be very accomplished in your field but still not yeah. understand that 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 special language that comes with academia so what what what's your sort of process for sort of? unpicking that, or is it just
2: something that kind of comes naturally to you? Um, it probably comes naturally now. I mean, my, my background is very commercial. I used to work for Adnams for a number of years as a hey. retail director. So I've, I've seen a business grow, and I've seen the entrepreneurship that grows in a business. I've also done an MBA, so actually I've seen that academic journey, and I've been a non-exec at the Enterprise Centre in Norwich. So the reason this role appealed is because of all those different experiences that I've got to help startups to scale and point them in the right direction. So that's why it's important, if I can know as much about the business as possible and where their, their potential gaps are, but also champion what they're really good at. And it's just navigating them on the route. And that might be a referral to someone else. But that doesn't matter as long as we, we are doing the right thing by them. Yes, you know, Obviously, see. we want to sell office space. It's not mm-hmm. be around the bush. That is our main cash cow, mm-hmm. but we are way more than that. We help people grow. And develop and the idea is to actually push them outside the building so we've got parkside which you can see behind us which is kind of larger sme space that's owned by the university and the goal is to push people out of the building onto there for grow on space now not many places in the uk have that route so when you're saying is some of this stuff fluid yeah but some of it's really quite detailed detailed plans go into place to work out how we do that yeah. because you asked about innovation. Now, innovation can be really messy if you don't have a bit of rigour around it. You know, how productive are you? What are you actually doing on a daily basis? What is the output? You've got to have things in place to grow a business, and that's what I do, and I help hold people to account. You have to have a plan. It doesn't matter if it's a fag packet plan. It doesn't need to be war and peace shoved in a drawer. It needs to be what you're going to look at and planned. You need to work on your profitability Cash flow, that is king, but you need to be a good leader as well because you can't grow without that. So mm-hmm. there's three things there that are really key to driving a local ecosystem for every business to look at.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know about anyone else, but I'll be replaying that 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 little bit you you just said time and time again because. I'm not sure I'd my I think my plans uh, would uh, disgrace the back of back the mint, and uh, my my uh, this is my I'm approaching the end of my first year as a as a as a as a, as a sort of sole operator and uh, uh, looking forward to the year end. That's going to be an interesting experience. But um, one thing I wanted to come, I mean, I've, I've I've been this is going to sound far more intellectual than it actually is because I can tell you this because I've read the same chapter of the book now three times. But I've been reading at the moment about uh, the virtuous circle that's been created in uh, East Texas, Was it West Texas, West Texas, um, around the cotton industry there. And um, this is sort of more modern times, not with some of its uh, you know, very dark history. but in more modern times, uh, in that there's a, what, what, the, what the author describes as a virtuous circle between uh, Texas Tech. And the U.S. Department for Agriculture and the cotton growers, so that they all kind of benefit from you know each other. And your is it fair to say? Because from my sense is very much that you are describing very much here in Colchester that virtuous circle between local authority, LEp, university, and this building.
2: Yeah, I think so. And that's, that, that's a pretty good model to look at for anything. I think. It, it comes back to uh, if you look at your business, what opportunity have you got locally? You, you, in my in my experience, you'd start small. So, let's use this building as an example. The, pe- the reason that people are attracted to this building is they get connections with other businesses, like-minded people. That gets that word gets thrown out a lot. You know, our like-minded people. Every you know, every innovation center is doing innovation, and you know yeah. they they'd all have a coffee together and all that kind of. Thing. Again, you have to have a bit of rigor to pull that together. So we have meet the neighbours events that George puts on, and and as you can imagine, at a classic networking event. There are some people that don't want to, that's their idea of hell, right? <laughs> going into a, going into a networking <laughs> event and having to force yourself to meet people. But there's opportunity in those events. Yeah. So we actively pull people together that we think might work together, and then we let them get on with it. We don't mm. interfere. Of. you you work with who you want to work with it's your business i will give you my opinion it's not advice it's an opinion you can take that on and move it forward but what what does that do that then keeps that virtuous circle in the building so you might have so if your website needs developed you've got someone in the building who can do that and they'll give you mates rates if you need to recruit for a software developer someone in the building that does that so all of a sudden the wooden dollars, from a profitability point of view, are kicking around the building and they don't really necessarily need to go out. If they do need to go out, we can use the Colchester area and then they're just, they're just concentric circles, you know, Essex, East Anglia, and push it right out across across the region. That then feeds into the local, you know, county, whatever 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 you deem it to be, it could go national, I suppose, because we've got a national network and we, yeah. we actively will actively use that. I mean it's very interesting you use the phrase like minded people
0: and you're right to caveat that slightly uh, caveat did you caveat it yeah you were right to caveat that slightly because like minded doesn't necessarily mean to say you're in the same industry you're doing working on the same type of product it just means you've I think you've got a very similar approach to the things you need to do um, and it's, it's quite interesting because uh, my background is uh, very much um, small-p politics, um, not in a political party sense because I was never a member of one. But it would be interesting to see which MPs, for example, got on very well. And that was never on the basis of the party. It was on the basis of just that personal feeling, you know, hey, hi, how are you? How is it going? Uh, and, you know, they they kind of parked all the other stuff. One thing I wanted to ask you was... And I'm going to find, I want to say this in the most positive way possible. What's your ideal um, uh, client? Your ideal tenant is? Is it someone who's very much knows where they're going? They've got a very good plan, and you've got, you know, you've you've got a few bits of you giving your opinion here and there. And by and large, they can handle it. Or is it something you can really get your someone you can really think I can really help this pe- person? They've got a great idea, but they need that bit of guidance. And I can give them that.
2: I mean, as you can imagine, I mean, there's everywhere in between what you just said there. Uh, personally, for me, it's a business or someone that I can help. But they've got to want to help themselves. So there's an element of a self-leadership angle there. You know, everyone, everyone wants to move their business forward. You know, the fact that we provide business support, you've got, you've got to want to ask for the help. So we offer it, we don't enforce it, we don't push it on people. And yeah, my ideal client is someone that wants to grow personally, wants to develop their team, wants to, the business to grow. And I've got experience and a model and an easy route through for them if that's what they want to do. So from a, I don't know, a business planning point of view, that, that, that is everyone's nightmare. And again, why should you do it? Well, make it simple, do a business model canvas, it's all in one sheet. You do it, I can ask you some questions about it, you then come out with some actions and outputs that might will definitely help move your business forward. I generally believe that. And it might be in sales and marketing, it might be in finance, it might be in strategy, it might be in, you know, human resources, whatever it whatever it might be. But what happens with startups and businesses generally is the ego gets in the way and pride gets in the way. Yeah. And actually that's the worst thing that can happen. That's another reason that, that businesses fail. Yeah. Ask for help. Ask yeah. for help, and ask for help early.
0: Right, there's a <laughs> very, very good tips. Um, I had a really good question on the tip of my tongue earlier, and this is a, this is one of those bits that's going to wind up on the cutting room floor. That was it. You talked about a bit earlier about uh, your breadth of experience across the region, and I thought, you know, uh, well, we start to sort of move towards the, the the end of the chat what would really like to get your take your impression and perhaps your wish list if I can put it that way um, for how this region is developing um, in terms of you know innovation spaces new industries coming forward replacing sort of you know, we're, we're going to talk on Eastern Promise about the future of agriculture and agritech and sort of very, a very rural county like Norfolk, what the future holds there. Uh, but, you know, what's your impression of the kind of East Anglian, uh, East of England uh, sort of an ecosystem, um, business enterprise ecosystem, as someone who's really kind of planted their flag all over, all over uh, from Norfolk, Suffolk, and now here in Essex? There was a question there. I mean,
2: I mean, there's massive opportunity. There's massive opportunity, but it's starting from a low base is the other thing. You've got pockets that have always been there. Cambridge is massive if we're looking that far across, which we are, because in my head it's East Anglia. So actually you start yep, from okay. Cambridge. You've then got that uh, corridor up to Norwich, which is kind of the next part of the map. So, that, so that's developed quite nicely. But if you look at any report from, I don't know, Innovate UK or Tech Nation or whatever, East Anglia looks like it's doing well, but but it's it's because of Cambridge and it's because of Norwich mm-hmm. that, that the highlight, there's lots going on from a funding point of view, for example. But actually, there is more. There's things going on in Ipswich at the University of Suffolk. You know, the yes. innovation labs have just opened there with Peter Basford and Peter Brady. They've had a... Uh, an innovation lab in Stowmarket for a while. There's now one opening in Woodbridge near me, which I'll be spending some time with mentoring, because actually that makes sense. Why would Mm -hmm. we not try and link that up a bit more? You've then got BT at Astral Park, which we've got a good relationship with with them. Excellent. You've got, uh, I guess, yeah, various things going in Cambridge, but you know the Bradfield Centre, we know James Parton there. So again, we'll link up with them. We know people at ARU at Chelmsford. We are opening a space, which I think has been announced, but if it's not, and it's exclusive. We're opening a launch pad <laughs> in Southend at the end of the year well, hey. on the airport. So, so there's lots going on, but it, but it's got, there's got to be a will from everybody that's either running those spaces or has contributed to the funding to really collaborate and grow because it's about visibility for the region because it has it is a low base when you look at some of the things that are going on. And, just shouting about it. And you know, and if, if people are going for Innovate UK grants, the university here can help them, other universities can help, because it's a bid writing war at that point. Yeah. And the success rate is low. So again, ask for help. If you need some advice, come and speak to us. Mm-hmm. Speak to the Epicentre, because that's another great resource just outside Cambridge and Suffolk. You've got techies that are doing some really good stuff with Tim Robinson and we're Hello Tim. You know, hello Tim. We're getting this uh, I'm seeing Tim Monday. Yeah. Come we've on, got, Tim. We're going to do some more tech and toasts here, but there's lots of there's lots of resource out there in East Anglia. You know, you've got the growth hubs as well. Best yeah. Growth Hub is is, is great, and, and the Suffolk one does some really good stuff, and the chambers do some really good things. Yes, they've probably got their own agendas. Everyone's got their own budgets, right? Everyone's got their own marketing going out. But as an entrepreneur and a business owner, you should be able to grasp something and run with it. What you might just need is an external sounding board just to make sure you're kind of on the right tracks with it, really. And that's what, we that's what I think yeah. we sit.
0: That's, again, that's that's an area I think that uh, private sector, academia, uh, the science sector, they're all way, way ahead. Um, and you, you're absolutely right. And one of the things I keep coming back to when I ask so many people this uh, for their take on it, and I think you've already answered the question, so I won't. I won't necessarily ask you to, to respond to so this you can if you like. Uh, it's not a zero-sum game. It's not a question of we have to win and if Cambridge wins, then the rest of us have all lost something. It's not It's about looking, okay, that's happened. Where's our opportunity flowing from that? How can we help them succeed? And in doing so, lift, you know the rising tide that lifts all boats, should we say? Uh, and that's that's something I'm really really passionate about. I'm really sort of you know we've we've got to. It's very easy in a, in a region this size to be quite as we say uh, sort of reduce ourselves to silos, and uh, you know the, the politics naturally gravitates towards silos, be they divisions, wards, constituencies, county boundaries, you know local authority boundaries. Uh, I mean. Uh, but business doesn't. Business doesn't. I mean, you know, as you say, Haverhill's in Suffolk. Uh, the epicenter is in Suffolk, but that doesn't. You know, they, they're not going to say, oh, "I'm sorry, you you say from Cambridge. Oh, we're in Suffolk. We can't help you." You know, that's the, and, and I expect it's the same here. Are you in Suffolk? You know, we're in Essex. Sorry, click. Um, so you know that that's. It's so great to hear you talk in those terms because they are so important so important that we, 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 we kind of seize those opportunities. And the best way, I mean, you, you, tell me what you think, the best way I think is for those who are of that mind, who are of that will, to come together and say, okay, what can we, where can we take this? Where can we go? Because, you know, my experience is very much, momentum pulls people in. You know, if, if we're also still standing around scratching our heads, that, that's, not gonna, that's not gonna, you know, that's not gonna encourage anyone. But when, when you build momentum, like you clearly have in a building like this, you do, it creates a center of gravity, pulls people in.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it's definitely about momentum. It's the classic visibility. You don't have a business unless you're visible. So it's kind of like, if you looked at the kind of techie, let's call it, let's call it the tech ecosystem in East Anglia, you've gotta make it visible because that attracts other people. And that's, that's the way to go. And you've got to have the people in place to be able to want to work with each other. That, yes. That's, that's where the, there has to be a will there to work with each other. Mm-hmm. And as you say, what is the opportunity? You've got a lot of people now, again, this is a bit of a generalisation, a lot of people moving out of London to this part of the world because it is technically more sparsely populated than most, but it's got a good train links into London. Yeah. So actually, you could do a lot of working from home in Colchester, Ipswich, Norwich, Chelmsford, way more than you ever could do and still have a good job that is either based in London or remotely situated in one, yeah. of those, one of those areas, that adds value to the local ecosystem. They can come and hot-desk here. You know, we had someone from Coca-Cola hot-desk in here a few weeks ago because he couldn't get in because the train strikes. Yeah, You've got a new town being built in Martlesham, a whole new mm-hmm. town that will feed into the Bt, the yeah. Park ecosystem. That should naturally flourish just because of the fact there's more people there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so from an economy point of view, this should boom. Mm. House prices are going up, more people are coming to the area, more ideas, more innovation. But it has to be fostered, and it has to be nurtured, and it has to be the right places for people to go and get good advice.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I remember, um, actually, you, you prompt me to think of a conversation I had with Lisa Perkins when I interviewed her, who's uh, Director of uh, uh, Applied Research at Astral Park. And I sort of said to her, the fact that you're BT, this global brand, detract or distract from the fact you're very much part of the east of england ecosystem tech ecosystem and um she says yeah it can do um uh, but they say they you can't have a conversation they always almost get forgotten ironically uh quite often when you're talking about sort of this ecosystem oh yes there's a dastral park as well because it's kind of like feels you know up there in the stratosphere, but uh, we're so glad and so proud that, that, that they are here in the east of England. I just wanted to ask you briefly before we close. Um, Colchester is now a city, and you know, as as, as someone who's who, who doesn't who's sort of been here a couple of times over the, over over the years, what does something like that change? Do you think um, for uh, you know an institution like the University of Essex, you were in a town and now you're in you know part of a city? Uh, What does that change for you, if anything
2: at all? I think think it does change a lot just by the nature of what funding might come in to the city now as it will be. And when you look at somewhere like Ipswich that didn't go for city status and Colchester got it, you can see the reaction from Ipswich to say, why didn't we even put in for it? So you've got to be in it to win it from that point of view. It will just, it provides... A kind of start point now, so you've got to start somewhere with a lot of this kind of innovation and and tech and the town funds deals that are all going through. So so it it generates a focal point, and from what I understand from having spoken to Colchester Borough Council, there is a plan to roll out a series of, for what one of a better word, events over the next year that highlight that it's got city status and what can you do around that and what innovation is going on. So so all of a sudden it brings people together. And it means you can push on. You know, there's a there's a new tech hub that's going to be going into the centre of the town as part of the town's fund. Now, most people would think was well, that competition. Well, not really. It's that kind of competitive collaboration where actually we can work with them. They're a bit smaller than we are from a footprint point of view. So actually, we can probably trade some customers off. But again, it just highlights the digital sector in Colchester. It means there's stuff going on here. Yeah, that's got to be a good thing for everybody that. You know, everyone can pull together and push in the right, the same direction and it just means there's going to be opportunity. What a perfect way to uh,
0: end uh, our chat. Neil Griffin, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being so generous with your time and thank you for the, the really warm welcome that Eastern Promise have had uh, at the Innovation Centre at Knowledge Gateway at the University of Essex. Thank you. No problem. Nice to see you. Thank you to Neil and Georgina for the very warm welcome. The Knowledge Gateway has a unique feel of sustainability matched with room to grow on the campus, both for startups and early stage businesses. It's a hugely impressive space and a pleasure to visit.